new actors often have several concerns as they enter the world of acting. It can seem quite daunting and stressful. Many of these concerns can be solved, however, if we look at each one and say, what, me worry? <laughs> we'll tackle some of the common concerns right now on Casting Actors Cast. It's time for another episode of Casting Actors Cast, insights for actors from a casting director. Here he is, your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. I'm a casting partner with McCorkle Group in New York. How are you? I hope you're having a good day. I'm having a great day, and I'm so glad that you are here. Here's my shout-out to Casting Actors Cast. All of you folks who have been joining me for all this time, I'm so grateful that you are there. If you're new joining the podcast, welcome aboard. We're having a great time. Today marks our 300th is that the right way to say that? 300th episode of Casting Actors Cast. You know, when I started the podcast, I thought to myself, you know, I'm just going to do like 10 episodes because that's all I think I have in me. <laughs> you know what? A few years later and 300 episodes later, here we still are and I'm still going strong. So welcome aboard. Please do check out the website, castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. There you're going to find all kinds of cool information. You're going to find uh, a free book that's available to you on doing voiceovers. Um, and it's called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio. You only get that book, though, if you fill out the form that says Dive into the Talent Pool. That's my only catch, is that you give me your name and your email address. By the way, I promise you I don't do anything with that. I don't sell your email. On occasion, I might send out a, a blast to everybody about an upcoming podcast or something like that. But I think over the past couple of years, I've done that maybe three times. So you can see it's not something I, I don't like I like to say this, I don't chew up your bandwidth. <laughs> so please feel free to fill out that form and then you'll get the free book. You can download it. It's a PDF. The second is a free video as well called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. Amazing. It's a 20-minute video. It's free. And I'm going to tell you all these casting secrets that you might not have ever heard before. So uh, I think you might find that really, really useful. Also, I am so pleased to announce that there is a, a new a production company called Creative Coaching Partners. And I've gotten together with them, and they've asked me to put together a course on the art of the audition. Very cool. So this is a for sale. I want to make that clear. But this is an, an entire site dedicated to really excellent information from professionals in the industry. This isn't just trying to sell you something. This is really giving you tangible, usable stuff in each of the courses. And my course called The Art of the Audition. But here's the other thing. Um, you have to go to my website, Casting Actors Cast. Again, that's Casting Actors Cast, all in word.com. And I'm going to put a free code and a link. And that free code is going to give you 50% off of the course. 
I know this is just a very much an introductory situation. This is certainly not going to last very, very long. But because of the launch, um, and I'm the first course that they have put up online. Um, so they are making this available to those of you who are listeners of the podcast, these patios, please feel free to check it out. Um, I think the course is very, very comprehensive. I was really proud of putting it together. And it's a, a video that you can watch over and over again. Also, let me just say this, there's all kinds of modules. There's several modules, six, I believe. Yeah, six modules. And each module has its own handouts so that you can print out material, you can go back, you can listen to it as often as you like. Once you've purchased it, you're going to get this information as long as you want it. And then, of course, uh, something I added at the very end of the course is a little mini quiz for you to sort of test out your knowledge based on the information that I provided in the class. So again, this is for sale. Uh, I honestly, I don't even know what they're asking to do this course. I've just given it freely, and hopefully you'll be interested in uh, the art of the audition by yours truly, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Okay. Woo, that was a lot. I'd like to also give my shout out to my good friends at Actors Connection, actorsconnection.com slash New York. They're doing all kinds of really great programming online. Do check them out, actorsconnection.com slash New York. Okay, I'm happy and so anxious <laughs> to kind of jump into the subject matter because I think there is tremendous value here with exposing and sharing from my experience the problems that I have seen uh, arise from actors who are considering entering the business, whether you're a student or whether you're just coming into the business or whether you've been away for a long time and want to get back into it. All of those, I think, are so cool. And congratulations for making that choice and making those decisions. Here's the thing. There are several concerns that new actors have when entering the profession. So my hope today is to not simply give you a problem and then give you a potential solution. My, my whole thing today is about just bringing up all of those things that make actors worry. Again, I'm not here to give you the solution, but I think it's really valuable if you expose the problem. I don't know about you, but I've heard this my whole life. You know, knowing what the problem is is more than half the problem solved. And so just by talking about some of these concerns, hopefully you can feel that these are universal concerns and reasons for people to feel worried. So I'm going to address each one of these, and hopefully you can identify with one or two or hey, maybe even all of them <laughs> might be of concern for you. Again, this is not about providing answers, but this is about exposing those things that make actors feel worried and insecure. All right. So in no particular order, let's talk about some of these concerns. Uh, I think the one question that you might have gotten um, asked of you by your parents, if you're a young student thinking about becoming an actor or your friends, job security. One of the primary concerns for aspiring actors is the unpredictability of the industry. You know that many actors face periods of unemployment, and that could go on for a period of time, or they struggle to find consistent work. 
which can be financially and emotionally challenging. And so knowing that that is there, that that is part of the business of being an actor, perhaps you can, oh, here's a good word, mitigate some of those issues for yourself just by identifying them and figuring it out. What do I do when I don't have a job right after the one I've just done is over? Uh, those are the kinds of things. And being resilient, and we'll talk about that again a little bit more in a second, but um, identifying that first foremost worry is that job insecurity is something that you really are well advised to work out, to think it through. How are you going to approach that emotional place when that arises? So thinking about that, it really is about emotional, um, uh, uh, finding emotional toolkit to deal with the inconsistency of the employment. All right. I hope that makes sense. I kind of got lost in my words a little bit there, but, you know, that's just how I roll. <laughs> All right, number two, another huge concern for actors, auditioning. Auditioning is just a crucial part of the professional actor's life. And I, I just know and see and experience that young actors and students, they worry about how to navigate auditions successfully. The competition is really fierce. Rejection is part of the common experience all actors face. And that leads to concerns about maintaining confidence and resilience. There's that word again, being able to bounce back after you spend a lot of time working on doing a good audition and then it doesn't work out. It does for whatever reason. And you know what? You might not even know what that reason is. That's what's so kind of insidious sometimes as an actor. You might not know that you were too tall or too short or too blonde or too, you know, fill in the blank. And that has nothing to do with your talent. That has everything to do with what the vision of the project is. So being able to maintain your confidence. And of course, one of the other things, and this is kind of a solution, and I wasn't going to talk too many solutions today, but really taking an audition course, a class that can really break it down so that you can do the best work possible under these unusual circumstances. So really um, being fearful or being concerned or being worried about auditioning, we need to address that in the healthiest way possible. Okay, let's move on from there. Um, I don't like this word at all, but I'm going to use it anyway. Typecasting. Um, I find that to be a negative word because, and I've said this many, many times, is it is your uniqueness as an actor that's going to book you the job. And so thinking in terms of typecasting, I believe, is valueless for you. See, some actors fear being pigeonholed into specific roles based upon the way they look or their ethnicity or previous performances. Breaking out of typecasting can be a challenge, and actors really may worry about being limited in the range of roles they are offered. And so fighting against that inclination from other people to put you into a category 
that's why I think it's negative. That's why I don't um, subscribe to the word. However, it still happens. It still takes place. Some of the things that you can do about that is just trust your own instincts in terms of the roles that are coming your way. It's tough, right? Because if you're not working and a role comes your way, but it's a role that you've played many, many times, like, watch my air quotes, the cop, the lawyer, the principal, the teacher, you know, whatever those roles are all about. If you start seeing that this is the thing that's getting um, some traction for you, and it is not satisfying because you're not now breaking out, you're not being given enough variety in the roles that are being offered, it is up to you to be front-footed and to do whatever you can to mitigate that sense, that feeling of being put into the same category time after time. Now, early on, you might feel that you really don't have the ability to sort of say, I I don't want to play the cop anymore. But if you're new to acting and you haven't booked a lot of roles and a couple of cop parts come your way, then you know what? You have to make that decision. My sense is you take the job. My sense is working is better than not working even though it might feel like you're compromising yourself because it's something or someone that you've already played, I still believe that work begets work. And so I would suggest that you say yes to those situations until you can afford to say, I don't want to play that anymore. So I gave you an answer. I wasn't going to do that, (laughs) but there it is. Another fear that I think a lot of actors have is, the word as well as the situation, and that's networking. Building connections in the industry. That's so hard, and this is personally difficult for me sometimes when I was acting. And we know that networking is essential for career advancement. I think, however, I felt, and and many students may feel anxious about networking, especially if they are kind of shy or they're introverted or they feel like they lack experience in professional settings. That's a very legitimate concern that needs to be looked at and needs to be addressed. It's just about conditioning yourself to getting yourself out there. Uh, Never ever be desperate. But make it clear that you are you in the situation and that the more professional connections you can make, the more opportunities there are for you. Something to spend some time on. So if you're, you hate the word and you kind of feel stuck in that arena, please do yourself a favor. Find other people who are really good at it and figure out what they're doing because I think that that's a great way to help overcome some of that insecurity. Moving on from there, this goes along with, uh, you know, inconsistent employment, and that is financial stability. The instability of income in the acting profession is a significant concern. See, actors are often faced of periods without work, like I mentioned earlier, and they worry about financial stability. That's especially true when starting their careers. So again, I'm not trying to offer too many suggestions here, but if that is you, 
just think of creative solutions that can help you with that concern. For example, part-time work. What other kinds of things can you do for uh, employment, for income, while still being able to audition? I've said this before in some podcasts a while ago, but I'll say it again. You know, a lot of actors are becoming and do waiter and waitressing gigs. And that's great. You know, the money is really good. Um, if you do that, if it's a nice upscale place, you can make quite a bit of money. And a lot of actors are happy with that. Here's the issue as I see it. At the end of the shift, at the end of a day or evening, it's one in the morning or midnight, or pick a time that the, your shift ends. <laughs> and then think about how you're going to feel the next morning at 9 a.m. for a 10 a.m. audition. Are you going to be fresh? Are you going to be ready? Are you going to feel comfortable and confident and excited to be acting at that point? I suggest that many would not feel that thrilled. But that's the conflict. And so many times actors are stuck in those kinds of jobs that are draining them so much that they're really having a tough time staying focused on why they are in the career they want to be in in the first place. So something to think about. Let's move on from there. This is also very true in a lot of actors who have um, spent some time on developing their talent and uh, pursuing their creativity, that is balancing passion and reality. You see, pursuing a career in acting, that is often driven by passion, but the reality of the industry can be really harsh. So students will grapple with finding a balance between following their artistic aspirations and making practical decisions to sustain their career. Where do you fall in that? How is that being reconciled for you? It's a great question to ask. The answer might not come easy, but you may find that also it's an answer that may change its focus and trajectory at any given time. So it's not like you come up with the answer and then that's the answer for the rest of your life. No, that's not it. It's as your career changes and grows, that's something that you are, you'll feel probably that it's constantly something that you are going to be looking at and evaluating. Moving on from there, this is number seven, industry pressures. Industry pressures. The entertainment industry can be really demanding with pressure to conform to certain standards or expectations. Many times actors have concerns about maintaining authenticity and staying true to their artistic values in the face of industry pressures. That's really common among student actors. How would you reconcile that? How would you address when those feelings, those emotional uh, moments in your decision-making process affect you? How you answer that question um, can help alleviate some of the pressures the pressure, rather, that is common. Moving on from there, training and skill development. Many folks worry about whether their training has adequately prepared them for the professional demands of acting. 
The answer to that, and again, I'm not trying to answer everything, but continuous skill development and staying relevant in a very dynamic, ever-changing industry are ongoing concerns that a lot of folks have. Moving on from there, number nine, rejection and criticism. Dealing with rejection and handling criticism constructively, those are crucial skills for actors. The fear of being criticized or rejected can be daunting. It can impact an actor's confidence and mental well-being. It is a genuine concern. A suggestion that I have is simply to continue to process those feelings. Decide how to find the balance between that kind of criticism or feedback and continuing to put one foot in front of the other. I know it's hard, but I think a self-esteem can only be attained by doing self-esteemable acts. So doing things for yourself in a positive way, especially in light of some of those knocks, can um, really help you find a balance. And speaking of balance, number 10, work-life balance. Achieving a balance between your personal life and the demands of a busy acting career, that can be very, very challenging. For example, well, you know, long hours on the set, frequent travel, uh, the unpredictable nature of the profession itself can pose difficulties in maintaining a healthy work-life balance. It is important for all actors to recognize concerns and activity and actively seek support through mentorship, networking, ongoing training, so that you can navigate the complexities of the professional world. I hope that this has been helpful for you. You may want to listen to this one again to pick up some of those other categories that you might not have thought about. Because once you understand the problem, the solution is at hand. Thank you so much for tuning into Casting Actors Cast, and we're going to see you next time. Thanks so much. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez.